This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Welcome to the Pickle Planet Podcast. I'm Tosh. And I'm Jenna. And we are very excited about this week's episode. And uh, for you very keen, regular watchers on Rogers, because if you're listening to us just on the podcast, we are also on TV. That's right. Um, you may have noticed that we've switched things up a little bit this week. <laughs> we're in different places. We're, we're Woo! Different, different spots. <laughs> um, and it's very kind of telling that we did that <laughs> with our guest, Kim, because Kim is here and her business is all about getting you to switch up your space and your mind. <laughs> nice intro, Jenna. Nice Kim intro. Kim kind of really nice. wrote it as we were about to go on. <laughs> so I'm going to let Kim introduce herself to you guys. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Yeah, so I'm Kim Sneath. I'm a clutter coach. I've been operating my business since 2007. And I've recently relocated back to Moncton, which is my hometown. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, so I offer residential clutter coaching services and consultations. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into a little bit more of what that means before mm-hmm. we're done here today. But I think as soon as someone locally hears that, oh, you're originally from here. Who are you? What's your name? Do I know you? So tell us a little bit more about Kim. Yeah, well, I I, um, come from an entrepreneurial background. My parents, I had no interest in it then. I wanted to be (laughs) in music theater, and I went along that route. Okay. Uh, But my parents owned a business on Elmwood Drive, Elmwood Drapery. And do you know where the Dairy Queen is now? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and can't, the building. Can't not know where Dairy Queen <laughs> yeah. is. That was my house. It oh, used really? to be my house. They knocked it down. No they way. sold it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's so not my, cool, but cool. I know. Yeah. Well, it'd be yeah. cool if you were a little kid to grow up in Dairy in, Queen. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't. I grew up in a big house. <laughs> and the building next to it didn't exist. My parents had that built. Oh. And that was Elma Drapery. It's really? now the Blue House. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the dentistry. dentistry. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that was my area. That's where I grew up. I walked down the street, went to Forest Glen School, back when you could go from kindergarten to grade nine. Right. I think it's just K to four now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then um, Moncton High. And then Mount A eventually. Excellent. So you stayed right local. I did. You did. That's did. great. And you took musical theater at Mount A? Is that what you said? I took voice. Okay. Uh, I got my undergrad degree in music. And then I went to Halifax. I was in dinner theater there for a little bit. And then I heard about the program at Sheridan College, which was in Oakville, Ontario. Yep. And that's what brought me back to Ontario, where my dad is originally from. Um, my mom's from here. Uh, Arsena was her last name. She's from Rogersville area. Excellent. So I'm an Ontario girl. Where's your dad from? See, we can play this. Yeah, we really could. Northern Toronto, I think, like okay. the, um, Lawrence. Okay. When, okay. Yeah, Lawrence and Young. Oh, he's he had a, a city boy. Yeah. yeah. City boy. Wow. Originally, but then he came out here. Well, he met mom mm-hmm. in Moncton, and then they moved or came out here, and he fell in love with the Maritimes. You can't so. not. You can't. You <laughs> yeah. can't not. What did someone tell me the other day? Something fever. Anyway. <laughs> Maritime fever. Maritime fever or whatever. And I was like, you know, yes, pinpoint. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took you all, what, a day or two, I think, to decide she was going to live here. <sighs> yeah, that vacation changed yeah. very quickly. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to forget and let go of. And um, my studies brought me to Ontario. I mean, that's the place you're going to go if you want to be in music theater. For all sure. the auditions are there, Toronto, and so on. But I always did dream about coming back. I did get to go to the Charlottetown Festival, and I, I did a season there, which was so great. Wow. Yeah, and then... And Stratford Festival, and so, but that was like 15 years ago, uh, that that career. And so, speaking of that, you, you shifted careers, yeah. and now you have a whole different yeah. career, and that's how we connected. Yeah. Was over your your new career because I, I don't do musical theater. I don't know. Where from <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear me do musical theater. We'll sing a trio later. I'm gonna. 
look it up. <laughs> but uh, the first time, the first time I actually was introduced to you and your work mm. was at Work of Heart. Yeah, you that's spoke right. at Work oh, of Heart. Wow. I guess two sessions. Two ago sessions. Now, yeah, two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, tell us a little bit about what it is you're doing and, and why it would come up at something called Work of Heart. Yeah, that's a great question. And when I spoke to Ange, it was um, I had recently done a Facebook Live, which was getting unstuck and finding your passion. And that's what I find so much with people in their homes and clutter is they're stuck. Mm. And clutter is unmade decisions, and there's a lot of weight to it. I mean, people often say to me, I'm drowning, I'm lost, I'm, uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of struggle, as you know, you know. So It's making me look around my studio. <laughs> <laughs> you can see what's over here. Just look it's, here. Yikes. <laughs> It's nothing compared to what's in my house. <laughs> Kim has seen my house. She has seen the heart of the clutter in my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, this looks fantastic. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I did, I did try to tidy up a little bit before you came because I, I was like, oh, goodness, she doesn't want to see all of this stuff in here. She does want to see it because then she can say, oh, that's gosh, it. Yeah. You, you need me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should stick around after the show today. Yeah. <laughs> all that's exciting to me. I go into people's homes. They often feel embarrassed mm-hmm. or whatever and and uh, I see space where others see none I I find all these little nooks and crannies where you can put your stuff so it's not about getting rid of everything it's not about becoming a min- minimalist but it's about uh, functioning in your home better right you know because you you guys are moms so uh, you got to give yourself a break it's going to you're, you're more in circumstantial clutter time right now the circumstances, nice. right? Mm, I like so, that phrase. Yeah, yeah, and there are. A lot of my clients are circumstantially cluttered, um, and some are chronically disorganized. I'm going to go a little bit of A, a little bit of B <laughs> yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like, do you think it's a genetic thing as well? Like if your parents had a lot of stuff, you're probably going to have a lot of stuff as well. It's environmental. So okay. it's the, yeah, the environment that you grew up in um, really forms your habits and thoughts and your beliefs, and therefore you carry them forward. And clutter usually follows you everywhere. And some, some people who grew up in a cluttered home live the opposite because it was too stressful for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking of my oldest bedroom, and I remember as a kid, my mom always being like, clean your room, clean your room. And I'd get in there, and I wouldn't clean it. I would just rearrange it and, you know, like move my bed and then just shove everything under the bed or whatever. But my oldest is just like me, just like there is Lego everywhere, everywhere, and she won't clean it up to save her life. But now I'm like, I've turned into my mom. Mm-hmm. I, I am my mom, like, just clean the mess, clean the mess, clean the mess, and it never gets cleaned, and you don't feel like you're getting any further ahead with anything. You're bringing up a great point, Tosh, about the difference between tidying and actually getting organized mm. and, and decluttering. And most people don't want to do that step first, which is the purging and letting go, because it is unmade decisions, and it does often bring up emotion or this feeling of, you judge yourself. Why didn't I get this done? Why didn't I make this happen? And so on. So it's challenging. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But it but it's worth it. <laughs> it's so worth it. That's the thing you bring up. Like what I love so much about my work, it's not about getting shelves and bins and putting labels. That's sure, that's fun. That's the end product. But the journey along the way and the transformation, that's why I my tagline is transform your space and your life. Because my clients honestly, like it's just relief and they're lifted and they can finally see the space for what it is. They can enjoy their home 
homes. They can enjoy their families. Um, they can get the projects off the ground that they want, whether it's scrapbooking and using that back room that's mm-hmm. just the junk room or um, expanding their basement or whatever it is they want to do. One of the things uh, that I realized when we did a little session, we did a little mini session, it's almost a year ago now. Yeah. Um, and Kim yeah. came in and we went through the house and I showed her some of the worst areas. <laughs> <laughs> and we did make some progress that I have kept up with. Good. All right, uh, and then her. there's some other that we st- I still have that list that we made mm. of the things I was going to do. <laughs> yeah. We haven't quite gotten to. You still have the list. Exactly. I still have the list. Yeah. I still have that vision in my head that you helped put there, though, of because it what surprised me about the process wasn't so much that journey because I'd heard you speak and I, I understood that part mm-hmm. and I, I, I get the value and I, I want to make the time to go do that again in other areas. <laughs> but it was also the physical space mm. and the difference of having someone like Kim come in and look and I stood there talking about what wasn't working in a particular space and it wasn't necessarily the clutter. And you're like, oh, but you move this chair here and do this and move that and look at all this room and look at what this has created. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was to have that different perspective of not just the stuff that was in the space, mm. which is certainly that huge first part of it, yeah. but also being able to kind of reclaim the space in that sense of seeing a possibility in a room that you had kind of given up on. Yeah, In exactly. terms of just the flow. Like, that to me was... And it, even, like, that was the part that the rest of my family got because oh, they didn't okay. do the work yeah. for, yeah. you know, the yeah. decluttering of the areas that I did yeah. get to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they could see that visual. Like, they walked yeah. in, they're like, oh, what happened Something. here? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and it... It was fascinating to to have that moment. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly it is, is that, well, when I started my business, I actually started it with home staging. So I staged, and it was in Toronto, so I staged many homes in many different sizes um, and many different types. So I really got used to, because I love interior design, and that's what drew me to, mm-hmm. to the business in the first place. And I staged my own home. That's how I actually got started in, in my own business, is I renovated and staged my own home, and then my realtor said, do you want to do this for a living? And I said, yes. And they yeah. sent me, started sending me clients. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I've been like toying with interior design and which way do I want to go? Cause I had been a performer. So I wasn't quite sure which direction I was, I was going to go in. And, uh, the staging was, gave me, um, the ability to play with design, but not fully commit to be an interior designer. And um, so with furniture placement, I got used to knowing, well, this is the best use of the space and really seeing it in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that you started in Toronto, but you haven't told us what brought you back to the Maritimes yet. Like, what made you decide to come home? Yeah, good question. Well, uh, as many of you probably know, Toronto is a pretty big and busy place, yeah. <laughs> and it's just gotten busier. And um, I come back every year. My mom's here, yeah. so I have family here. And uh, it's just been a pull more and more and more. And for me, uh, slowing down and connection to nature and connection to community. I mean, I have over 20 years in Toronto, lots of friends, and but my gosh, it's so hard to get together with somebody who's clear across the city and all the traffic you have to go through. Absolutely. So for me, it was all about that, about coming home and, and really connecting with community. I think that's so neat that you talk about connection because I think that's a lot of what you're doing with your work with, you know, talking about, you know, clearing clutter and and that you're really helping people connect with themselves and with 
the things they've been holding on to and then connecting in a new way with their own space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's why I started to switch out of the home staging because there wasn't a connection. Often I never even met the homeowner. Oh, wow. They were Yeah, because it was the real estate agents hiring me. I go in. They're like, we need this yesterday. Do, 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 do. Sell the house. Boom. You're on to the next one. And for me, it's all about the people. Um, so I joined the Professional Organizers of Canada. Yes, there is such an association. <laughs> uh, very organized meetings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Great notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Set up the table. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I really met some great women there. And I mentored with some women who have been doing this for years. Because I may be an organized person, but how, did I, how do I teach somebody that? And that's what I learned in those early years. And um, what I love about that is, is the connection, as you said, is... Um, people are really going through a transition when we talk about the circumstantial clutter um, and I've experienced this myself divorce death of a parent out of province moving depression all of those things are the circumstances where people's clutter may start to build up Mm -hmm. for me it didn't land in clutter but um, I've been through all of those things so I really get how hard it is for people to give up their stuff because it's so linked to, to emotions. The stuff is, it's more than stuff. I always say it's, it's about getting you back to you. Mm. The stuff is really not part of it in a way. But we build it up like it is. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm just thinking of the hundreds of episodes of American Pickers that I've watched. <laughs> and you, you see these people go in and they're like, oh, no, I've been playing with that since I was a little boy. But it's still in the box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, th- does it have that much sentimental value to you if you've never actually played with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just to... Where's the joy? Where Where is you the know? joy? Exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. that comment brings me to that... <laughs> So that lady who says you shouldn't. That lady. That lady that tells you you shouldn't have more than four books. <laughs> I'm a big bookshelf. I don't. I need to fill it. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing. For me, it would be clothes. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing. It's so interesting to find out what everybody's thing is. Uh, and Marie Kondo, who you're referring to, mm-hmm. uh, wrote a book called "The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up." I find in every one of my clients' homes with a bookmark about a quarter of the way in. <laughs> Don't go underneath. A Don't bunch go of look stuff. beside my bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great book, yeah. but books don't transform people. And they, they, some people can take a book and really apply it. There mm. are some, but that's the few. Yeah. So if you need that as some motivation and some direction, great. That's a great first step. But uh, you often need the help because it is overwhelming, especially when it has gone on for, sometimes it's years. I've had clients who have built up clutter for 12 years Mm -hmm. in every room. And that's not to judge them. It's just the way. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years. We've had the house 10 years. There you go. (laughs) 10 and under. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There are boxes that I know. Those are the boxes that came in the house. Yeah. Really? What are we doing? (laughs) We're we're slowly trying to find our way to where those boxes are in the pile and get rid of them. (laughs) That's more common than you think. And I want everybody to know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be ashamed about that. And don't be ashamed about calling for help because it, it is, it's lots of people are are struggling with that. Well, and sometimes I think that's all it is that most of us need and Mm -hmm. why there's such a plethora of coaches for every type Mm -hmm. now is we just need that motivator. We need that accountability partner to say, yes, you're going to do this. Yeah. Like, yes, you know you can do it, but you keep putting it off on your own. Yeah. But if you pay someone to come tell you to do it, <laughs> you're going to do, do it. Or at least at get least started. That, yeah. yeah. I know, that, that's how I work, and I think that's how a lot of people work. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of us need that accountability, that push, that, like, 
yes, you can do this. This is when we're going to do this. Yeah. Here's some help about how to do it. Like, yeah, it, it's like hiring a, uh, a coach at the gym, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And you, you're like, oh, I did 10 push-ups, woohoo, or sit-ups. Yeah, they're going to get you to do 20. Same thing. I'm yeah. going to get you to go further when you want to quit at 45 minutes in. You know, that's why I do my sessions at three hours. We experience mm-hmm. this because um, you don't really get a whole lot done in an hour. And then you really start getting going and building your momentum by an hour and a half, two hours in, two and a half, three hours, boo wall hits. Absolutely. I've made yeah. too many decisions. Yeah. I can't think anymore. Sometimes we can go, we feel like, oh, we're almost done this room. We'll go to three and a half hours right. if, I can, if I'm still seeing the light in my client's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and, and we'll go there. But um, that, that's just the magic time. So what happens? Walk us through a session. Yeah. Like what, what kicks off your the start of your three hours? The first thing is before the three hours is calling me. So a free complimentary consultation with me over the phone where I find out if you're even ready to go there yet. Mm. Right? So I ask you those questions. Where are you at? Where do you want to go? What are your goals? What are your timelines, budgets, and so on? Then you ask me all my question, uh, questions about me and so on. And then I show up at your home for the first session. And it's... it's it's like what we you can you yeah. can look at it. Yeah, there's video. We can there I'll put video. the link again. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a walkthrough. I've got to see what you just described to me on the phone, say the week before. Uh, we walk through all the areas of your home, even if it's not cluttered in that area, because for me it's a big puzzle. And mm. I look at that. And I'm like, oh, okay. If I'm going to suggest that we move something over here in the living room, where is that going to go? Let's. How will that be if we shift it to the basement? What if we do this with your bedroom? Blah blah blah. So I see that whole big picture it's more of a walk talk through and then usually we have time to actually do something which we did as well and we'll start decluttering or changing the furniture placement or whatever and I'll leave you with a plan the other biggest thing and most people ask me is like well how long does it take how long does it take and it really does depend on you it is um, you guys set the pace right um, you know if somebody has just had a death of a family member and we're going through that stuff of course that's going to take more time more sensitivity more mm-hmm. emotions going to come up if you're about to sell your house you're a busy mom we're like boop 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 let's get it go you know so it really is is by you um, but in that that first consultation I will give you an idea of like okay if you want your goals to be a B and C and these are your priorities I'm guessing that this will be or estimating that this will be how many sessions Okay. okay. And you actually physically help people. I physically with the, do it. Wow. I'm on your floor. Right. Wow. Yeah. 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 And she's I good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haul, thank you, and I haul stuff away in my car. Oh, So, wow. uh, not furniture. No, yeah. I'm, I'm petite, but uh, yeah. I'll haul all the stuff away in my car, and that's included in the session. So, after the three hours is done, I do haul it away over to Value Village. Okay. That's a quick and, and drop off, and they take everything. And um, that's included in your three hours session even though it's after the three hours for some people I had a client this summer here in Sackville actually and they were very concerned about the environment so I dropped off things at um, the SPCA so blankets Mm -hmm. pillows they need all that for the pets and um, stuff to churches church bazaars that type of thing yeah that was a little extra charge because it does take a little more time exactly and the stuff stays in my car that's the biggest thing is like (laughs) I'm out of there I'm like get that get this stuff out yeah you know yeah. Maybe we shouldn't tell people where you send their stuff so they don't go buy it back. <laughs> I know. I know. I had a client say that to me once. She went back to Value Village. I said, no. 
no, 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 no. Don't. She said she saw no. some of her stuff there. Oh my and goodness, I said, no, it's, it's gone. Like, just yeah, gone. pay me to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. And I want to say something about Value Village too, because um, some people really poo poo it and they think, well, they're not for profit, um, or they are for profit. Uh, is they divert seven hundred million? Yeah, seven. 700 million, sorry, I'm bad at uh, remembering stats, of tons of waste from, right, annually from the landfills. So this stuff isn't going in the landfills necessarily. And they do partner with local groups as well. I know that the Association for Community Mm -hmm. Living here, I think, is their partner. And I know, so I know uh, I've dealt with different people who are like, no, please take it there because it does actually help a local group as well as you know, and they employ overall... people in the community mm-hmm. you know they give people jobs and yeah and so a lot on. of people yeah. yeah and their their main mandate is reuse mm-hmm. go in and buy that gently used shirt or jeans and if you don't like the prices they put on it you don't have to buy it that's right and they have a 50 yeah. <laughs> anyway let's not talk about shopping yeah. that's one of the habits yeah yeah <laughs> and secondhand shops are yeah. one of my bad habits <laughs> yeah i love them yes. love them yes yeah. yes and we love that you do I know. Yes. Please, They're come fun. shop consignment. It's fantastic. <laughs> I actually really am in need of new jeans, Jenna. Oh, yeah. well, in oh. November. <laughs> there is a sale coming our way. Yes, Stay tuned for, for that. you have not caught on, I also own a consignment sale business. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. really why she has that much stuff in her house. Yes. It's not even her stuff. I would, stuff. Love, I would love it if that were true. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mine. It's all mine. Some of it needs to be sold. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, before we wrap things up today, Kim, how about we let people know how to find you? Yeah. So I'm online, every social media channel that you you got out there. I have my website, which is kimsneath.com. You can email me at kim at kimsneath.com. My phone number is 588-9055. And I just want to leave you with, too, I'm going to be doing relaunching my online course, which starts January 1st. Perfect. The time of year when everybody yes. wants to, you know. <laughs> and it's called Space for Grace, How to Transform Your space in your life fantastic yes that's awesome thank you so much yeah and january's fantastic time exactly we're all inside it's (laughs) cold you don't want to be outside exactly deal with it all exactly we always (laughs) do a purge um before christmas with the kids like yeah clean this out we'll donate it before christmas and then move in all your new stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah and too i'm doing a workshop on paper conquer your paper clutter oh do you know that listen do you know that 80 percent of the paper we keep we never use or look at again i totally believe it right we have university i'm pretty sure i still have high school notes yeah so i'm doing that on november 7th in the evening at la place in dieppe Wonderful. Stay at place. Yeah. Excellent. And they yeah. can find more information about that on your Facebook page and all That's that right. stuff too. Perfect. Yep. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much yes. for coming. Thanks, guys. It's been a blast. <laughs> and um, remember, follow us anytime. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and follow mm-hmm. us. And, and, you know, click the little button there that you're watching us on YouTube. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Give a thumbs up. <laughs> See you next week.